Good morning, New Life at Calvary. It's so good to see everybody out today. Praise God. Praise God. It is our ninth anniversary, and we are so glad to have everybody out today. We are so glad to have you in worship online, on Facebook. Good morning, everybody. Before we begin, let us pray. Lord, we just say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for another anniversary. We praise you, oh Lord. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us all together today, God. We ask you just for your blessings on our service this day. We're praying for those that are still coming into our worship service. We're praying for those that are still coming in online. Lord, we just say thank you for all of our guests today, God. We just thank you, Lord. We are just so grateful today for everything that you have planned for us today. We give you praise, God, for the week um, that passed us and the week that is coming ahead. We thank you, Lord, for in advance for everything you're going to do in our lives. But we thank you today for September 11th, God. There may be some heavy hearts today, God, and I ask you to encourage us with a word, Lord. We just say thank you, Lord, for our speaker today, Pastor Reverend Dr. Toby Emeritus. Praise God. And Lord, we ask you to speak to her heart, God, as you always do, and bless us, God. We ask for your Holy Spirit today, God. Anoint our ninth anniversary service, God, with your Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We say thank you, God, that you have a wonderful service and plan for us today. And we say thank you, Lord. We ask you for traveling mercies for those that are traveling out in the rain, God. We ask you to bring those in online that still need to hear a word from you, God. And we give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 And welcome again, all of our guests. We have some guests today from Bridge City Church. Good morning, Bridge City Church. Good morning, everybody online, Facebook, on our app page, New Life at Calvary. Uh, .com .org. We say thank you to Bay Presbyterian Church for coming out today. Good morning to you all. And we say thank you to those that haven't been here since COVID began. So we are so happy to have everybody out today. Are you guys ready for worship today? Hallelujah. So we invite you to stand if you're able as we begin to sing.
real quiet, girl.
Hallelujah. Praise your name. We haven't seen nothing yet, right? God is so good. God is so good, saints. As we go into our time of prayer, I just want to do a quick praise offering with all of us. When I say the number one, we're going to name nine things that we thank the Lord for today. And you just shout it out loud, amen. Number one. Number two. Number three. Number four. Number five. Number six. Three million dollars. Number seven. Number eight. And number nine. Hallelujah. 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 Let us pray. Gracious God, you are so mighty and amazing. And we cannot say thank you enough, Lord Jesus. You have brought us a mighty long way. We thank you, Lord, for every moment of our lives, for every victory, Lord, that we have with you, Lord Jesus. You are a good God. You are a great God. You are an awesome God. You are a magnificent God. You are the holy God, the only one, Lord Jesus. And we praise your name, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we can join together as nine years of new life at Calvary. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, that we can trust you, Lord. Thank you for your commitment to us, Lord Jesus. And, Lord, we know, Lord, that you are finished with us yet. You are finished with us yet. So, gracious God, we just lift us all before you. We surrender ourselves, Lord anew we give ourselves again and again and again over to you lord we trust you lord we are a part of you lord jesus we give our hearts and our souls our minds our bodies our strength over to you today lord jesus and we pray holy spirit that you would show others in the world through us lord what they're missing lord help them to know you lord jesus all those that don't know you today lord we are lifting them on high to you lord Please, Lord, make a way for them, Lord. We want them to know the joy that we know. We want them to know the peace that we know, Lord Jesus. So we pray, Holy Spirit, touch all those in our world. Touch those who are grieving, who are lost, who are feeling alone, who are feeling downcast today, Lord Jesus. And we pray, Lord, that you will lift their eyes unto the hills from whence comes their help, Lord. We pray, Lord, for all today. And we thank you, Lord. And we honor you. You are our God. You are our Lord. You are our Savior, our Redeemer, and our friend. And we give you the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we could all rise to join together, to recite our purpose together. In response to God's love, our purpose is to love others, teach the word of God, and reach the world for Christ. Therefore, as a covenant partner, I will invite others to come and join me in worship. I will be a part of a small group Bible fellowship to grow in Christ. I will serve in the ministry with my gifts and talents. I will do my part in faithfully giving my tithes and offerings 
to keep the ministry of Jesus Christ alive in the world, I will of all those who enter our doors and accept them in our midst. Amen and amen. You may be seated as we are blessed with our scripture reading today by Sharon Thomas. Good morning. I just want to say God is good all the time. It's been three weeks since my hip replacement, and look at me now. Won't God do it? Won't God do it? And I'm about to put this cane down pretty soon. Thank you, Lord. Our Old Testament lesson comes from the book of Exodus, chapter 4, verses 1 through 17. Hear the word of the Lord. Signs for Moses. Moses answered, what if they do not believe me or listen to me and say, the Lord did not appear to you? Then the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? A staff, he replied. The Lord said, throw it on the ground. Moses threw it on the ground and it became a snake and he ran from it. Then the Lord said to him, reach out your hand and take it by the tail. So Moses reached out and took hold of the snake and turned back into a staff in his hand. This, said the Lord, is so that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. Then the Lord said, put your hand inside your cloak. So Moses put his hand inside his cloak, and when he took it out, the skin was leprous. It had become as white as snow. Then Now put it back into your cloak, he said. So Moses put his hand back into his cloak, and when he took it out, it was restored like the rest of his flesh. Then the Lord said, if they do not believe you or pay attention to the first sign, they may believe the second. But if they do not believe these two signs or listen to you, take some water from the Nile and pour it on the dry ground. The water you take from the river will become blood on the ground. Moses said to the Lord, Pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. The Lord said to him, Who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? It is not I, the Lord. Now go. I will help you speak and will teach you what to say. But Moses said, Pardon your servant, Lord. Please send someone else. Then the Lord's anger burned against Moses, and he said, What about your brother Aaron, the Levite? I know he can speak well. He is already on his way to meet you, and he will be glad to see you. You shall speak to him and put words in his mouth. I will help both of you and will teach you what to do. He will speak to the people for you, and it will be as if you if it would be as if he were your mouth and as if you were God to him. But take this staff in your hand so that you can perform the signs with it. Amen. Our New Testament lesson comes from the book of Acts, chapter nine, verses one through eighteen. Again, hear the word of the Lord. Saul's conversion. Meanwhile, Saul was breathing 
out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogue in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound, but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. In Damascus, there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called him in a vision. Ananias, yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, go to the house of Judas on Straight Street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it. Placing his hands on Saul, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he could see again. He got up and was baptized. Amen. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, understanding, and hearing of his holy word. Praise God. Thank you, Sharon. Praise God. Says, Can anyone tell me what time it is? It's offering time. And what do we say? Hallelujah. It is good to give back to God from all that God has given to us in our tithes and offerings. Amen. Today is our second Sunday, and our second Sunday goes to support our prison ministry. Our brothers and sisters in Christ are incarcerated, but that does not mean that they are not free. Amen. Because if they know the Lord, they are free indeed. And we want to support them financially because we know that they do not receive one thing in prison, amen? So if you're able to today, we're asking that you would make a special offering toward the prison ministry. As our ushers come forward, let us bow our heads in prayer. Gracious and holy God, we thank you that you are the great provider. We thank you, Lord, that you make sure we have what, our, what we need and more. We pray, Holy Spirit, especially today for those who are incarcerated. We pray, Lord, that they would feel your spirit and that they would feel your, your guidance, your love, and your provision today. 
We pray, Holy Spirit, that you would break loose those uh, prison doors and that you would allow them to be free. Allow their cases to be solved and allow justice to take place, Lord Jesus. We pray, Holy Spirit, for this offering today. And we pray, Lord, that you would multiply and amplify, Lord, to the benefit of your kingdom, Lord, and your people. And we thank you and we honor you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. As our ushers collect the offering, for those of you that are joining us online today, we welcome you again to the service. And we have several easy ways for you to participate in the offering. You can go right now to nlac.tv and establish your online website giving. If you'd like to use Cash App, go ahead, put that dollar sign in, the number 2 NLAC, and your offering comes right to us. For those that like to mail in your offering or drop off your offering, our address is 2020 E79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. That address again is 2020 E79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. Thank you again for participating in the offering today. We truly appreciate your support. Praise God, saints, we will now be blessed in song, His Eye is on the Sparrow by Gwen Coates. For his eyes. 
God's eye is on the sparrow. And he's watching over you and me. Praise your name, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Gwen. Thank you, praise band, praise team today. Hallelujah. We love you, Lord. And we sing because we are happy today. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord, for this glad day of celebration. Woo! Hallelujah. Praise your name. Oh, my, 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 my. Well, you all are looking mighty good in them colorful shirts today. <laughs> Amen. Just beautiful. So just turn to your neighbor and say, looking good, neighbor. Looking good. Amen. You're looking happy and looking good. Amen. All right, all right. So happy anniversary, New Life at Calvary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Woo! It is indeed such an honor and pleasure for Pastor Rick and I to be with you on this ninth anniversary celebration Sunday. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And we hope that you can feel the overflow of love and prayers that are always with you. Amen. Always coming from our hearts to yours. Amen. Many thanks to Pastor Kelly and Pastor Antonia and the Anniversary Committee for the opportunity to just share a few thoughts with you on this glad day of celebration. So as we begin, let's just join our hearts with prayer. Indeed, we, with joyful hearts, O oh God, we give you thanks and praise as we celebrate the ninth anniversary of New Life at Calvary Church. And as we celebrate our past and rejoice in our present, we also look forward with eager eyes to the future. We pray that you would continue to make your love known among us and help us, oh God, to passionately love you, love one another, and love those who do not know you yet. And we ask you would just give us a zeal for mission. Make this church a blessing to those around us and embolden us to move forward with strength toward what is ahead. We ask today, oh God, that you would encourage our hearts as we actively listen and respond to your preached word. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus, we the people of God all join together to say, Amen. And amen. Amen. Today is a day of celebration in the life of our church as we remember the goodness of God. God has been good. Amen. Amen. Now, anniversaries are a time of remembrance, of remembrance of where we started and where God is leading us in the future. Now, the word remember is used 230 times in the Bible. So obviously, remembering is very important. Amen. Because for us to become what God wants us to become, we need to remember and then celebrate how God has been faithful. Amen. A little over 10 years ago, there existed two churches Two churches seeking to know the will of God for their future. There was Glenville 
New Life Community Church, whose history dated back 50 years. And there was Calvary Presbyterian Church, whose history dated back 130 years. The two churches felt led to discover if God was calling them to the same mission for building for Christ. And after many months of prayer and deliberation and discussions and votes and worshiping in each other's sanctuaries, the two churches came together and united in Christ under the banner of new life at Calvary. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It was not always easy, but what kept things in focus was the reality that we were allowing God to build God's kingdom through us in a new way. Amen. And not only was God interested in building a new ministry for Christ, but God was just as interested in building a new work for Christ in each of our own hearts. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Today, New Life at Calvary, as we celebrate nine years of ministry, we can be proud of all of the outreach ministries, the worship services, the world missions, and the love that has grown out of this church and has been poured all over the world. Amen. Praise God today in many ways. We have taken the gospel to several nations around the world. Thank you for that honor, Lord. We thank God today for all of you. Hallelujah. All of you who have provided what was needed to do God's work. We praise God for you today. We say thank you today. And I just want you to just turn to a neighbor if you would and say thank you. Thank you for all you've done. Thank you. Just thank you. We thank God for all of you. And we remember and we're thankful today for those who labored in our midst, who are now in the presence of the Lord. As we think of them, could we just take a moment and give God praise a praise offering for their memory of their love, their service, their sacrifices, their friendship. Amen. Could we just say thank you, Lord, for those who serve and now, hallelujah, they're cheering us on in that great cloud of witnesses. Amen. Hallelujah. Many people have come and gone from us over these nine years. And we are thankful for what each one contributed to new life at Calvary Church. We're thankful for everyone. Now, many of you here today and others who are now serving in other ministries have been faithful in the roles God placed you in. We celebrate you today. The Lord has raised up some incredible people in our midst. Hallelujah. Praise God indeed. And we praise God for each of you today because it's been about building for Christ. 
We have a reason, saints, to celebrate after nine years because we have seen the faithfulness of our God. We have witnessed the presence of God in our midst. Thank you, Lord. We can celebrate the birth of Bridge City Church on the west side. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Lord Jesus. We thank you for Bridge City today, which came out of a vision from covenant partners in our own midst. We can celebrate the partnerships God allowed us to form with BPC and other churches, ministry teams, and community groups. You know, saints, the people that we have been called to reach themselves come in so many varieties. They come in so many kinds of ways that we need many kinds of churches to be able to win them for Christ. Hallelujah. So together with all the partnerships, we have made an impact for God. Thank you, Lord. Can somebody say praise be to God? Praise be to God. Thank you, Lord. We're better together. Amen. Well, you know, anniversaries remind us that not only do we have a beginning, but also we have a purpose. Everybody say a purpose. A purpose. A purpose. Amen. And that purpose always extends beyond the celebration day itself. God has a purpose for building the body of Christ right here in this location. And the amazing thing is that God has invited each of us to be a part of the process, individually and corporately together. Now, without individuals, there's no body. The scriptures tell us in 1 Corinthians 12, 27, now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. Amen. Praise God. Dear friend, God has called you with a purpose in mind. Amen. You are a necessary part of the body of Christ. There are no unused parts. Even though some of us might try to think we're spare parts. You know, I'm a spare part. Uh, all right now. Uh -uh. T -t Tell your neighbor right now, you are a necessary part. You are an essential part. Ain't no spare parts around here. Amen. Amen. In our New Testament reading that Sharon read so beautifully for us in Acts 9, God wanted to do something new in building for Christ. And it was something nobody in their right mind would have come up with because it was so far outside of the box. We are introduced to a person by the name of Ananias. Ananias, a person devoted to God. He, was, he had a great reputation for taking the Lord and serving the Lord with all of his heart earnestly. And Ananias, he lived in Damascus. And he had heard about the persecution that had broken out in Jerusalem against the believers. Men and women were being uh, just taken from their homes and whatever and just thrown into jail for their faith. And some of them were even being killed. And so the mastermind behind this persecution was a mad man named Saul. And Saul had just gone overboard wanting to annihilate and kill the followers of Jesus. And he wasn't just happy with arresting and killing Jesus' followers in Jerusalem. 
he had gotten a search warrant to go and arrest Christians in Damascus and drag them back to Jerusalem to face trial. Now, I wanted you to just think, if you knew that this madman was coming to show up at church today, following the service, he was going to be here to arrest those of us who love the Lord Jesus, what would your reaction be? Some of you might look at your watch and say, I'm going to leave a little early today. All right. Others might be glad. Ooh, I'm glad I'm online today. Hallelujah. The thing is, amen, when a scary challenge is presented to us and we don't know what the outcome will be, whether or not it will leave us better equipped in building for Christ or whether it will bring an end to our situation, the issue for us all becomes, will I trust Jesus in this situation? Will I trust Jesus? Now, everybody is going to go through some scary times. Turn to your neighbor and say, oh, yeah, just like Betty did. Oh, yeah. We all going to go through some scary times. Everyone who follows Christ is going to face some scary times. Now, Ananias was probably wondering where he could go, where he could hide to get away from this madman Saul and save his life and save the life of others. And then it happened. While he was praying, he had a vision. The Lord said, Ananias. And he said, yes, Lord. You know, friend, if God were to call your name, would you be ready to say, yes, Lord? How many know that too many people, when they hear from God, they send God straight to voicemail <laughs> with the promise, I'll get back with you later, God, at my earliest convenience. I'll call you at my earliest convenience. Remember, when God called Moses, Moses started coming up with all kinds of excuses. But dear friend, I'm here to remind you that God is calling you today. Hallelujah. Because God has a purpose for you. A purpose for you today. And Jesus Christ entered this world because God has a far better plan for you than you have for yourself. God has a far better plan for us than we have for ourselves. I can imagine that Ananias was so thrilled to hear a, a vision. And he, he said, oh, yeah, God's going to tell me where to go and hide. <laughs> and then God drops some instructions that Ananias don't want to hear. <laughs> Friend, are there uh, times, you know, when God says something to you, you don't want to hear? <laughs> you know, are you open to the possibility that God might have something for you that, that you don't want to hear. Well, God says in Acts uh, 9 uh, and 11, it says, The Lord told him, go to the house of Judas on Straight Street. This is 9-11. And ask for a man uh, from Taurus named Saul, for he is praying. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. So Ananias, he's probably thinking, wait a minute. Saul, the madman, is praying and he's blind? Well, if he's blind, that means we're safe. <laughs> Why on earth would you want to change that? Ooh, I'll just tell all the believers, 
Whatever you do, just don't go over there by straight street. Don't go over there. Ananias, we see, then proceeds to enlighten God on why God's plan is not a good one. How often have we tried to educate God by letting God know some additional information? Just in case you didn't know, God. We said, well, Lord, you know, um, this is how I see the situation. You know, I think this should happen. I think this, you know, know what? Anybody beside me, you know, try to give God instruction sometime. Okay. (laughs) God just must laugh and laugh and laugh. Ananias, in uh, verse 13, Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priest to arrest all who call on your name. Ananias really did expect God to change God's mind with this new information. He's like, okay, God, this is really what's happening. Of course God knew about Saul and his reputation. But Ananias would have been quite content to have left Saul in his blindness. That would have been just fine. So the question is, are we tempted to leave others in their blindness? Are we content to just leave them stay where they are in a place of blindness? As we look at others, we never know what God's purpose is for them, what God has in mind for them. You never know what purpose God has in mind for you. Like say when someone you don't know, you've never seen before, comes into our midst. That's why as individuals and as a church, it's so important to fulfill that last part of New Life at Calvary's purpose statement to love all those who enter our doors and accept them in our midst. God had a purpose even for a madman who was wrongly imprisoning and executing the followers of Jesus Christ. Wow, look at God. Verse 15, but the Lord said to Ananias, go. This man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Well, friend, what do you do when you have clear instructions from the Lord to be involved in building for Christ? Do you change your schedule to be obedient, to listen to God and to obey? Saints, we discover our purpose when we expect God to use us. We have to be available to the call. God is always looking for someone who is willing to say, here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. Use me. Here I am, Lord. Send me. God is looking for churches that will say, here we are, Lord. Use us. Send us. Because it's about building for Christ. Hallelujah. Sometimes we can get so caught up in doing so many good things that we miss out on the most important thing. Because we're too busy. 
Doing good things can become an end in themselves. And we can forget our purpose in building for Christ. And that is to, first of all, make sure that we ourselves are growing in the Lord Jesus Christ. That we are personally growing. That we are growing closer in Christ. And then providing opportunities for others to get to know. Others, the opportunity to give their life to Christ. For others to get their opportunity to grow in and be closer to the Lord Jesus and to become a part of building for Christ as well. As New Life at Calvary Church, you have been chosen, hallelujah, by your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to make disciples for Christ. So would you just shout out, we're chosen. All right, fist up, fist up somebody say, we chosen. We chosen. We are chosen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And after assurances from God, we see Moses was willing to drop his excuses. And Ananias was willing to drop his schedule and to do what God was calling them to do. They trusted God enough to believe that God had a better plan for their lives and a better plan for the people of God. We see Ananias let go of his own feelings to do what God called him to do. He listened and obeyed. Verse 17, then Ananias went to the house and entered it. Placing his hands on Saul, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus Christ who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes. And he could see again. He got up and was baptized. And after taking some food, he regained his strength. Saul spent several days with the disciples in Damascus. At once, he began to preach in the synagogues that Jesus is the Son of God. Nobody could have foreseen that one of the greatest things to have come from Jerusalem in the form of a madman to arrest the saints in Damascus would be the birth of one of the greatest apostles ever to live. Nobody, nobody, nobody but God, that is. Saul's name was soon to be changed to Paul. And God used Paul to start and build more churches than probably all the other 12 disciples together. Paul immediately began preaching in the synagogues that Jesus is the Son of God. Paul preached for many days in Damascus that Jesus is the Messiah. He preached so persuasively that the Jews decided they were going to kill him. Saul came to Damascus to arrest and to kill Christ's followers. But by the time he had left, he had to sneak out in a basket, lowered on the walls, because men were watching the gate to kill him when he came out for becoming a follower of Jesus Christ. Ananias had no idea that his act of obedience that he had listened and obeyed, would lead to the ministry of Paul, who is credited to writing 13 books of the New Testament. Hallelujah. Praise your name. Look at what God can do. Look at God. Hallelujah. 
Paul traveled to numerous cities and countries preaching the good news of Jesus Christ. Paul, he corresponded with and he supported various churches by way of letter, just writing letters to encourage the church. Praise God. Our role of obedience in the body of Christ may have a larger impact than what we possibly could imagine. Dear friend, New Life and Calvary family, you, we, were created on purpose, for a purpose, with a purpose. I'm going to say that again. We were created on purpose, for a purpose, with a purpose. Amen. 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 Please say that with me. We were created on purpose, for a purpose, with a purpose. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Dear friend, God loves you and has a purpose for you. It's about building for Christ. If there is any insecurity harboring inside of you right now, like Ananias or Moses, how they wrestled, Rest in the fact that God created you and has plans for you. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians 2.10 says, We are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Amen. Friend, God has created you uniquely. Amen. You are the only you on this earth. Hallelujah. Just go like, you're the only you. On this earth, you know only you. Amen. And you have a divine mission that only you can accomplish. Hallelujah. You were created on purpose, for a purpose, with a purpose, and it's for building for Christ. You have been chosen to reach out and to disciple people like Jesus did. So find your place in the church. Get engaged. God made each of us to bring glory to God and to share the good news about Jesus' forgiveness of sin and the power to be able to live victorious lives with the people around us. But while every Christian shares this common goal, we all don't have the same talents, the same abilities, the same resources, the same interests, the same perspectives. And you know what? That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Just recognize your personal gifts and use them. Praise God. Bless others with what God has given to you. Help your pastors. Help your church. Help your church reach those around us and reach the world for Christ. God gives all of us at least one spiritual gift. All right, so find out what yours is. The moment we invite Jesus into our hearts, the Holy Spirit gives us a spiritual gift. And some, you got several gifts, and some many, but all of us got at least one, amen. Amen. And these spiritual gifts are meant to work together to help build the church and to draw others to Jesus. You have a purpose. You have a purpose in the body of Christ. Find your purpose in the body of Christ. In 2007, scientists found that the appendix is a thin tube 
in your lower right abdomen, which sits at the junction of the small intestine and the large intestine. The appendix serves a very important purpose in the body. In fact, the appendix is very unique. Indeed, during the early years of our life, the appendix functions as a lymphoid organ which assists in the development of white blood cells and antibodies. It also has been shown that the appendix is involved in distributing these molecules throughout the body. In addition, the appendix, this humble, seemingly insignificant organ, can be formed into a replacement bladder through reconstructive surgery. As a result, the appendix, once regarded as a non-functional tissue, is now regarded as important and no longer routinely removed and discarded if it's healthy. I can remember so many, I got my appendix out, they said it wasn't doing anything anyways. No, they found out that was not true, amen. The appendix has been working very hard, amen. Hallelujah, praise God for the appendix. Now, I didn't just want to call you an appendix today, but each, each of you, amen, amen, each of you are, amen. You are very important. You are very unique and you important for the body of Christ to function in this call that God has given us to build for Christ. Thank you, Lord. We have been living in a very unbelievable, challenging period of history, amen? Which, if anything else, is characterized by rapid change. Just so much is just changing all the time. But one thing has not changed, and that is God continues to say to the body of Christ worldwide that the ministry of the church must be placed in the hands of God's people the body of Christ because we've got the answer that the world needs today we've got the answer and his name is Jesus Jesus is the answer for the world today as Andre sang oh praise God above him there is no other Jesus is the way he is the truth he is the life, hallelujah. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is salvation in the name of Jesus. There is healing in the name of Jesus. Scripture says that demons tremble at the sound of that name, Jesus. 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 Jesus, hallelujah, praise your name, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, you are worthy indeed, Lord Jesus. And Jesus has called each of us. Jesus has a purpose for each of us. Jesus has a purpose for all of us as the body of Christ. So dear one, dear ones, diligently, humbly, Seek your purpose. Amen. God established this church, New Life at Calvary, nine years ago for you to be in this place at this time to get to know God in a new and fresh way. Hallelujah. 
So be open as Ananias and Moses as they were to the possibility that God has something in mind for you greater than you possibly could imagine. It begins with a confession of repentance of your sins and putting your faith and your trust in the Lord Jesus. And God will fill you with his Holy Spirit as you begin this new, refreshed journey that will never be the same. God has a tailor-made ministry for each of you, for each Christian. God has a tailor-made ministry for each church. It's the snowflake principle. We're all different. No one else can do what you do. No one else can do what you do. No one else has your circle of friends. No one else has your ability. No one else has your situations. So in a sense, each believer and each church has an apostolic call. So New Life in Calvary, as we journey into our 10th year, amen, our 10th year of ministry here at New Life in Calvary, remember God wants to send you out to commission you to do something significant. God has a fulfilling plan for you that will bring glory to God and that will build the church for Jesus Christ. God has equipped you to reach a group of people, New Life in Calvary, that no other church will be able to reach. In other words, no church can do what New Life in Calvary can do. Hallelujah. No church can do what New Life in Calvary can do. Jesus said in Matthew 5, 16, let your light shine. So individually and together, hallelujah, get your shine on. <laughs> hallelujah. Shine, shine, shine. Praise your name, Lord Jesus. Get your shine on. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Once again, we give you thanks as we celebrate nine years of ministry as New Life at Calvary Church. As we celebrate our past, we rejoice in our present and we look forward with eager eyes to the future. We pray that you would continue to make your love known among us. Help us to passionately love you, love one another, and those who do not yet know you. Give us a zeal for reaching others for you, Lord Jesus. Make this church, New Life at Calvary, a blessing to those around us and embolden us to move forward with strength toward what is yet ahead. Encourage our hearts and we give you praise this day in your mighty name, Lord Jesus. And we all join to say amen and amen. Praise God. God is worthy. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you for nine years. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. We thank you. You've been faithful. You've been good. And we give you praise for what you have yet planned for us. Hallelujah. At this time, amen, let us all rise as our praise team is going to lead us in, oh, how I love Jesus. How many love the Lord Jesus with all your heart today? Amen. You're worthy, Lord Jesus. We praise your name. Thank you so much, Reverend Dr. Toby Emeritus. Praise God. We praise God for you, Pastor Toby. Praise God, Pastor Toby. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. It is now prayer. Oh, 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 Pastor Toby, come back. Come back. <laughs> we, pr- we just.
just wanted to give Pastor Toby a small gift of thanks for your service and all you do as our Pastor Emeritus. Thank you, Pastor Toby. Thank you so much. Praise God. prayer time. So we're going to have our uh, Pastor Kelly's going to pray with you. Any of our elders or lay pastors would like to come up. Um, if you have any concerns, we would love to pray with you. Anybody want to give their heart to Christ today, amen, for the first time, we invite you to come on up.
Pastor Toby. Pastor Rick, thank you as well for being here today. It's just so nice to have you two in the building. So nice. As I saw Pastor Keon. I don't know if he had to sneak back out to go to bridge, but he was here too. So we thank God for his presence. Yeah, he has to preach. Amen. And then we do continue to say thank you for all those that have joined for from Bridge today, from Bay Presbyterian Church today. Thank you for those that have come. You, you, you haven't been here since pre-COVID, and thank you for coming back out. <laughs> it's good to see you back home. Thank you for your presence in the building. And I, I saw some folks online. I was, uh, if you see me with my hand on my phone during the service, it's because I'm watching the service online too, even though I'm here in per person. But people were saying, Pastor Toby's in the house. <laughs> So that was so nice to see. <laughs> so welcome again to every person. We are so glad. I'm going to try to share some good news, saints. I want to start out with our birthdays today. We have Joy Williams. That Her birthday will be on the 16th. Amen. And who else? Oh, yes. Jeanette Williams Daniels is on. Her birthday is the same as her sister's. And she'll be over at Bridge when she celebrates. But you can give Jeanette a call and tell her happy birthday as well. Glenn and Emma Jackson are celebrating a wedding anniversary. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Emma, what year is it for you all? How many years? 66. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. Yes. <laughs> Praise God. We want to we want to grow up to be like you and, and Mr. Jackson. Amen. Wow. 66 years of marriage. Praise God. We just Emma, real quick, can you give us one secret? 
one thing that helped you stay in a marriage for 66 years? Any advice to us that's creeping along? <laughs> Emma shrugged her shoulders. She's like, the Lord only knows. <laughs> I, think, I, I think a lot of us feel that way, amen? We don't know how we're making it through. We just keep on walking every day, don't we? <laughs> keep on walking. Thanks, Pastor Toby, by God's grace. You and Pastor Rick celebrated an anniversary this summer, didn't you? 42 years. Praise God. Praise God. Congratulations. Yes, they were, I think you all were in church when you all celebrated, were you all, what was your number years, Marvin and Geraldine? 52, praise God. And Larry and Jackie, how many? Did that, 53, 53, 51? Oh, Ed and Helena, 58, okay. <laughs> Anybody else? I saw Yvonne and Rufus. Come on now, give us y'all year. 45. <laughs> Who else you pointing at? Oh, okay, Cassandra and Marvin, 50 years. And Shannon and Glenn, 29, 39, 39. <laughs> Praise God. We are so, oh, me and Terrence just creeping along. We just got to 21, I think. <laughs> We we still like babies compared to y'all. <laughs> right. Tanya? Because Joe and I, 39 for us as well. Yes, Joe. Yeah. Any Anybody else? I don't want to leave anyone else out. I know we got some newbies in the some 20s, some teens. Y'all hang in there. 24. Oh, Carrie, like, I ain't married. Why you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> Camillian Terrence, 13 years. Samaria and Michael, y'all in the back. I saw y'all back there. Come on, give us. That's all right. Don't say only seven. We're going to take seven. <laughs> yes. Who is that? 52. Marion and Samuel? Praise God. 52. Linford, is that the Jeffries? 50. Wow. <laughs> wow. God is faithful. And, and I, I, I do want to make sure to say a lot of folks in this room are widows or widowers, and they would have been celebrating those monumental years as well. So when Pastor Toby mentioned all those we have lost, a lot of our folks have lost spouses, husbands, and wives. And so we recognize and celebrate you and your faithfulness you know, you keep on loving people even when they're not here. Wow. Yes, Susan. Oh, yes, Susan. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Susan. I am so glad she said that because some people want to be single. Been single for 40, 52 years, too. <laughs> when my sister went through her divorce, she used to celebrate all the years after. <laughs> so, Whatever works, amen. <laughs> but God is faithful, and we are celebrating so many things. Uh, and just recognizing historical moments. Today is the 21st anniversary of the 9-11, uh, 
and that's a huge loss for our country and a huge hurt for many people still to this day. Those children that were babies then are now 21 this year and in their 20s. And um, learning to live without their parents or grandparents or whatever family member they lost. I hope if you have not got to, got to go to New York to see the 911 memorial, that you have an opportunity at some point in your life to go visit because it's definitely worth the trip to see the names, to see the, the beauty that they made out of ashes. It's outstanding. So if you have an opportunity today, there will be different moments on television, online, you know, join in to a memorial to recognize and, and um, to remember, because we said we would remember 911. In our world today, uh, many of us have been watching that Queen Elizabeth has gone home to be with the Lord, amen? And uh, even though she is not our queen, she, ha she is the queen, she was the queen of the Church of England, the head of the Church of England. And so as a brother and sister in Christ with her, we do recognize her faithfulness and commitment. And they have a new king, King Charles III. So it is interesting, so, mon so many historical moments that we are living through and observing and being a part of, and we can thank God that we can be a part of it, amen? So for our ninth anniversary today, we have lots of goodies for everyone. You all got your pen? Praise God. Hallelujah. You all, thank you for wearing your nice T-shirts. Tell your neighbor you look good. <laughs> we do want to... <laughs> oh, Pastor Antonio said it's Grandparents Day today. Praise God. Happy Grandparents Day. <laughs> But for, yes, for our T-shirts, uh, most of us were able to get the order in on time. We had some problems with shipping, and they shipped us, they were supposed to send us a big old batch of T-shirts, and they sent one. So Ruth was navigating with them, and the T-shirts, we do apologize that everyone's T-shirt did not come in, but it is still en route, so you can still pick it up and be prepared for our next event that we're going to have our T-shirts Today, if you look in your bulletin, you will see that we have all of our covenant partners listed by the years, number of years you have been a part. We did recognize that we, we saw one error. I know y'all going to point out the rest of the errors, so that's good. But we did see that Greg Cosper was mistakenly left off. He should have been under the nine-year section. So if you want to write in Greg Cosper, Greg, we're going to make sure to make sure to add that name in for you. We do apologize for that. But you all see, look how wonderful that looks. All of our nine years, our, our eight years, our seven year, our six year, our five, four, three, two, and one, and our newest folks that just came. We also have our list of those who we are remembering that Pastor Toby referenced. So you see all those names listed as well. And you can see some pictures of us coming together. Those of you that were there that Sunday, you remember Glenville left out. Calvary left out to meet him halfway, and then they walked back together to be outside. And then we had a wonderful worship service. I had forgotten until I looked at the pictures that we even had a balloon release that day. So it was a wonderful day of coming together. And uh, we keep saying that God is not through with us yet, praise God. God is not through. 
And so uh, Whitney has been taking pictures today. So if, Whitney, if you see Whitney in your face with the, her, her phone, just take the picture because we're going to need them. Amen. <laughs> so, so take the picture. And today we will have special refreshments out there in the fellowship hall. I'm praying by the name of God that Jesus, that uh, the sandwich trays had to be picked up. And, of course, y'all know every error can happen when you're going to pick up some sandwiches. So the sandwiches might be a little delayed, but stay for your sandwich, okay? <laughs> but it's cookies and uh, watermelon and potato chips, all sorts of goodies out there for you all to enjoy today. We do want to make sure everyone, say everyone, we want you to sign up for a Bible study class. Our threaded series is starting, so you have to sign up, sign your name on the paper to actually get the, the lesson for threaded. The kids' Bible studies lessons are out there. You have to sign to take their baggies. Pastor Toby, whose class did you give me the, um, who's, is that? So Katie and Walter's uh, class materials out there for Befriended. So um, Marvin, what, you had some extra material? Okay, if you haven't gotten from Marvin's class, see Marvin. But it's a table out there with all sorts of Bible studies uh, for the threaded and the kids and befriended is out there as well. So make sure you stop and pick up that information. We would appreciate it. Pastor Toby participated in a, in a bike-a-thon yesterday. Bike-a-thon. And uh, what's the name of the organization? So it's for the Be Bella San Bella. So it's part of the research to cure cancer. So Pastor Toby is also inviting us. She has a team for a walkathon on September the 24th this month, and we can join her team and we can walk with her for NAMI. That's the mental health organization, and we can help fundraise. And all the proceeds will go through Pastor Toby to NAMI, and it's on Pastor Toby's Facebook page. So. Yeah, so if you go to Pastor Toby's Facebook page or it's a sign-up sheet. Matter of fact, I got the sign-up sheet up here. You can come to me, and I'll put your name on the paper. and uh, Or you can see Pastor Toby if you would like to join the team of walkers. Amen? Let us see. I'm looking at this. We got make sure if you want to be a part of Bible study on Sunday mornings, uh, don't forget to do that with Anna. The Women's Guild meet this Tuesday. They will be having a communion service and a light, light refreshments. 60 plus begins again this week. So everything is back, you all. Tell your neighbor, everything is back. We back. River of Life is still selling tickets for their banquet. Amen. So they can still do that today, Marvin and Reverend Benesi. Praise God. Um, say it again. On, on Zoom. Okay, so those of you that were a part of that meeting with Reverend Benesi, Pastor Rick, and I, Mar so online, is it at 5 o'clock? Okay, 5 o'clock. Same, same Zoom password from before. Saints, we are switching our Facebook. Some of you know that we have had two Facebooks for quite a long time. We've had two Facebook pages. We've had two. One is New Life at Calvary, and one is New Life with no space at Calvary. I know. <laughs> So we are asking everyone that's on Facebook to go and befriend our second page because the services will be moving from the first page to the second page. And you'll be getting an email about that, so make sure you switch over. And if you look in your bulletin, the correct you'll see both addresses in the bulletin. 
wanted to let you all know, uh, coming to an end on these announcements, y'all, there's a lot of them. Um, I went to a meeting this past week with uh, Congresswoman Chantel Brown, and she has an extended an invitation to the entire District 11 community to join her in her legacy celebration, uh, celebrating Stokes, uh, Tubbs, and, and um, Tubbs Jones and Marsha Fudge. It's a free event for the community if you would like to go. I have the link available. I can send, you have to get it through a text message. I have to send it to you. So if you would like to go, let me know and I can send it to you. And I think the last announcement is a building announcement. Tell your neighbor, take a deep breath. I got some good news and some not so good news. <laughs> So you all know we have been in our January, and we thank God for this sacred space to be able to worship in. We have been having meetings and, and lots of conversations with a lot of people about our building. So they, the bad news, so take that deep breath, is it's going to take us quite a bit of more time than we anticipated to get back into our sanctuary. So 2023, say 2023. 2023, we will be looking at getting back in the sanctuary sometime in the spring or early summer. Okay? That's, that's, was hard and devastating for me to hear, but we are in this together. Amen? And just know that this time next year at our 10th anniversary, we're going to be back in the sanctuary. <laughs> the good news in that is that they are going to help us work with the city to have some special events and worship services in the sanctuary. So during the, rem the um, fixing of the sanctuary, we will be allowed to have some special worship services in the sanctuary. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. So some, some things will occur in the sanctuary, and we'll let you all know as that goes, but it won't be every Sunday service, okay? But we will be having some special worship services in the sanctuary. We thank God because we're praying, and I need you all to pray that the River of Life service can be in that sanctuary. Amen? So we're praying for that as our first one to go back in there for that service. So, again, I th uh, did I miss anything, Gail? <laughs> did I miss anything? Did anybody else have any? Okay. So uh, let us all rise for the benediction. Tell your neighbor one more time, happy ninth anniversary. <laughs> Praise God. Gracious God, as we depart from this place, but never from your precious sight, Lord Jesus, we pray today, Lord, as Pastor Toby encouraged her, us in her message, that we would understand that we were made on purpose, for a purpose, and with a purpose to serve you. We give you all the praise, Lord Jesus. It's in the mighty name of Jesus Christ we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm mighty glad you came to church today.